Well, welcome back, everybody. Welcome to episode two of Reflections from WT, the heart and soul of the Texas Panhandle. Uh, I'm excited to be back for another episode. And I am joined today by the 11th president of West Texas A&M, Dr. Walter Windler. Welcome back, sir. Randy, it's good to be here. I appreciate the opportunity to visit with you. It's always fun. always, Always fun to talk to you, too. So a lot of energy on campus, as always. One of the th- I was going to mention to you and talk to you just a little bit. One of the things that I love about working on a college campus is the energy. Don't you agree? Oh, I do agree. The young people, uh, and I know we're going to talk to Chandler here in a few minutes, but the young people at West Texas A&M University, to me, embody the very best of American youth uh, and the things that uh, go on in their minds and what they're interested in and their commitment to progress. And uh, I just can't say enough about the students at WT. And maybe the word energy captures all that's important. Yeah, I, I just love love walking across campus. We have a beautiful campus and just walking across it, talking to students. I just, it, you can't help but feel good doing that. We had a uh, recently a uh, uh, president's list reception. And the, uh, the president's list are students who make a, a 4.0 GPA. And uh, they're a very bright group of energetic students to talk with, and they're committed to doing good things. And uh, they're a joy. They're a joy to be around. I, when I went to uh, transfer to Texas A&M from a community college in New York, the second semester I was there, I was so proud of myself, I made the dean's list. And I called my father in New York and said, Dad, I made the dean's list. And his response was, which one? <laughs> but, but anyway, it was, uh, you know, the, people take pride in achievement here. They're, they work hard. And when they're rewarded or recognized for that, it's very satisfying. And uh, I like it. I agree with you. And I also, I was talking to one of my classes about this yesterday. I don't think that we give that generation enough credit. I think they are hard workers. And I think they are going to be a, a an excellent group of leaders for our society. I, I agree with you. I think this current generation uh, takes it on the chin, and I don't think they should. I the, the students that I come in contact with on a regular basis are hardworking. They're committed to purpose. They have a set of values that I think are uh, generally admirable. And when I make these general uh, pronouncements, of course, it doesn't always apply all the time to everyone. There's there's, uh, you know, there's always somebody that's going to be the exception to the rule. But by and large, um, this this group of students is hardworking and they're determined and they get down to business. I, I agree with you. And they are uh, more focused than we uh, than, than we say they are sometimes. Let's talk about some things going on, on campus. Um, we have some exciting things coming up. We do. There's a lot going on uh, in the coming uh, month in uh, in November. Um, we have the Veterans Memorial Day dedication um, on November 9th. That begins, I think, at about 10:30 in the morning. People should be looking for that. We're the uh, the the uh, I can't remember the full title, but the Army Band from Fort Sill, Oklahoma, mm. is going to be That'd here be for cool. that. Yeah. Oh, it's it's going to be very cool. And the city of Canyon has a huge flag that they put on one of their fire trucks they're going to bring that and we're buying thousands of flags we're going to cook hot dogs and uh, we're going to make a day of it at uh, and celebrate um the opening of this veterans uh, memorial we're very proud of it and you know people people back to our students in this current generation people say well they're not interested in these kind of things but when we did the groundbreaking on this we had a good turnout of students and we're having free hot dogs at this one so i expect the numbers to go up a little bit 
Yeah, well, free food. They'll, you'll get them <laughs> yeah, there. Free food. It's, yeah. They're like uh, they're like me. I go out when there's free food. You know, I'm I'm always there, ready to yeah. partake. One of the things I love about WT, I think WT has always embraced our veterans, and I think we continue to do that. Oh, I think so too. Uh, Leo Reed has done a great job of that. I, we have hundreds of um, uh, veterans uh, from active military, uh, and it's a it's a you know, it's a great way to get an education. I, I would like to encourage more veterans while they're enlisted to enroll in one of the community colleges that is available to them and to articulate courses for um, uh, study when they get out of the military. And I think most people on a four-year enlistment could actually finish a community college degree. So they would leave as a veteran with a community college degree. And if that was the case... WT would be there with open arms to welcome them here because yeah. we want to welcome transfer students. Yeah, I, I don't know if you're aware of this, but one of my coworkers here in the communication department is actually deployed right now and serving in Africa. So we're shorthanded, um, but that's okay. We will we will we will fill in the gap until he gets back. Well, and see, that's the one of the wonderful things about uh, WT for me. There is a level of patriotism and appreciation for national service when people put themselves in harm's way and so on. Uh, that is fairly um, widespread across the campus. And I find that maybe because it lines up with my values, but I find that to be very, um, it's, it's, um, it's rewarding to see that. Because it's not like that on every college campus. No, I think that's a lot of that's reflective of our culture here in the Panhandle. I would agree with you, and we we need to, you know, we're in the process of uh, kind of putting the finishing touches on our long range strategic plan. And over and over and over in that plan, we emphasize the importance of I'll just call them Panhandle values and the impact yeah. they have on yeah. this university, and they make our university distinctive. You don't get that at the University of Houston. It's a, it's a fine university, but they don't. You don't bring panhandle values into the campus at the University of Houston or the University of Texas. It's different. Were, were those? Were you surprised at the culture at all when you moved here? Well, I have to say, just a little bit. I mean, I've been here a number of times when uh, Russell Long was the president because I worked in the system office. I was a vice chancellor for planning, and I came up here and made a number of trips and so on. So. I had some sense of what it was like, and I know quite a few um, West Texans, some from Pampa, for example. <laughs> um, we, we, uh, we, uh, I have some, we have some, uh, Randy Matson, uh, who was a, yeah. a, a gold a star. Gold winner yeah, from the Olympics, won the gold yeah. medal in the Olympics, was the, was the executive director for the um, Association of Former Students. That's what they call the Alumni Association, uh, former students uh, at uh, Texas A&M University for years. And he represented everything that I see in the Texas panhandle. He, this man was a three-star uh, varsity athlete in three sports at Texas A&M University, uh, football, basketball, and track. He could throw a shot put, won a gold medal doing it in the Olympics. But in front of everything he did was a level of humility where he'd put himself in the back seat. That was absolutely remarkable. And I'm thankful to say that there are, are a lot of Randy Matsons up here. They may not win that gold medal, but they are committed to doing a good job, working hard, and not always seeking glory or recognition for what they've done. And yeah, I, 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 like I totally that. agree. I tell people the best thing about the Texas Panhandle is the people. Yeah. And I believe that. I would agree with you. 
What do you do you know anything about the World War One Centennial display at the library that's going on? No, I no, but it's it's up and running, and I I glimpsed at it uh, when I was over there for something else, but I haven't studied it. But I know it's a uh, it's an important uh, display. I think it's especially important for our students now. This this uh, generation that we were talking about, who I think are interested in history and kind of situating themselves in the bigger picture. But these world wars uh, that our fathers experienced, either directly or indirectly, are, are falling out of the uh, lexicon or the vocabulary of, of our students because they're so far past. I mean, we have the skirmishes now, these uh, challenges in the Middle East and so on and so forth, and in other parts of the world. But it's not like the world wars, which captured everyone's attention. So I think in familiarizing current students uh, with those Global conflicts is a very important thing to do because we can degrade into that again. Yeah, and, and I love the fact that our library does things like that. It's just another great facility that we have on campus, and another great facility that I'm excited about is the Amarillo Center. Uh, Randy, I'm excited about that one too. And as you know, it was uh, the intention was to open that for the fall semester. We got a little behind with it. Now we will open it in January for the spring semester, and it should be completely finished. And it's a, it's going to be a first-class facility. And people may remember the Amarillo Center from the 50s or 60s, not in the building it's in, but we've had opportunities for people to study downtown. But this is different now because we are housing whole programs down there. Uh, and um, social work will be down there. Some of the graduate programs in education, uh, speech and uh, language clinic will be down there. Um, the, the, there's just going to be, and they will be start to finish those programs at the Amarillo Center. So those students will be downtown. That will be the faculty's home down there. And I think it's going to be an excellent, um, an excellent opportunity for us to be in the center of the city of Amarillo. And we look for that to open in the spring. Spring, yes, sir. Yeah. In January, right after the first of the year, we should be, we'll start moving in probably just before the holiday break, and then then we'll be in there uh, in January. Yeah, exciting, very exciting. We are going to take a break. We will be back in just about 60 seconds, and we're going to talk to a very special guest. We'll be back in just a minute. West Texas A&M University is proud to call the Texas Panhandle home, and providing the top 26 counties with opportunity and qualified graduates is an important WT mission. From their first experience on campus to graduation day, the WT experience is a challenging series of steps that will embolden our students to reach their full potential, and then, in turn, go out into the Panhandle and make a difference. Quality education with a big local return is one thing you can find here at WT. For more information about West Texas A&M University, visit our website at wtamu.edu. Welcome back to Reflections from WT, the heart and soul of the Texas Panhandle. I didn't introduce myself earlier, I don't think, but my name is Randy Ray. I am the Director of Broadcast Engineering on campus, and I am honored right now to talk to two different presidents here on the university campus. I've been talking to the university president, Dr. Wendler, and we are now joined by student body president, Chandler Huddleston. Chandler, welcome. Good, Good to have you here, sir. I'm glad to be here. Exciting times for you. A lot of things going on. You have a lot of things on your plate. Tell me about uh, Governor Greg Abbott, and he recently appointed you to something. Tell us about that. Yes, sir. Um, so 
I was appointed to serve on the uh, Texas Juvenile Justice Advisory Board. And so what that is, is it's a great way to serve the state of Texas and serve our up and coming uh, generation of, of youth. So what I will be doing is I will be serving as an advisor uh, to the actual justice board um, to talk about policies, you know, how can we, how can we better serve the, the students that are maybe at risk of going through the, the juvenile detention system? Or if a student is in the juvenile detention system, how can we serve them? And how can we make sure that, that they're not, this isn't a, a constant thing and this isn't, you know, a road that they're continually going down, but we can actually provide support and aid to, to kind of have a transformation in attitude and, and in just, you know, overall lifestyle. So how was that connected with you being student body president? Is that how the, the governor came to know you? or So the, the way that that happened is I had applied to be the student regent of the Texas A&M University system. And just through that process, I, I made it relatively far in the process, and I, I networked with um, some people in the governor's appointment office. And, and just kind of, you know, one thing led to another there, and a couple conversations later, I'd applied for this board, and um, here we are now, and it's, it's something that I'm really excited to, yeah. it's a role I'm excited to have and excited to serve in. Chandler, do you have aspirations to be a politician? Uh, no, really, that's, that's not right on, not so on the current. What do you want to do? What do you want to do? My, my end goal actually would be back to be back in higher education. Um, I, I have loved WT so much and the, the process of growth that, that WT has given me. And I just see that and I see it in the lives of, of almost every student here. And I want to be a, pro, a part of that. I want to, I want to be able to give that back to, to students you know, in front of me. And that, that's, that's the end goal is to be somewhere in higher education just because it's, it's where I think I've flourished and, and it's just a place that I love so much. i tell you what WT gets in your blood. My dad dropped me off at Jared Hall back in 1980 and he said back then, I'm going to give you a semester. And it's, what, 32 years later and I'm still here. So uh, <laughs> It's a, it's yeah, a special place wrong. for sure. Yeah. So what, what is it like? What does it mean to be a student body president? So I would say... One of my main job descriptions is to be the voice of the student body. And you don't get that without being an active listener. So I think mm -hmm. the most important job description that I have is to just interact with students. That's what, I mean, primary goal number one for me is to interact with students on a daily basis and just get ideas, get inputs, um, thoughts, concerns, because that's how I can, take, I can take those inputs and then essentially transform those into ideas and, and, and go into meetings with a more informed stance so that I can, I can act on behalf of the students here. I'm, I'm going to ask you both the same question. If you could tell me in one sentence what your job is, could you do that? Dr. Wendler, you go first. One well, I, was, sentence. I was hoping you'd ask Chandler to go first so I could kind of <laughs> copy him. In, in one job, it's in one sentence rather, it is to help lead WT to a brighter future, and that requires many different tasks, period. There you go. Chandler, you're up. Um, you know, I, I think I'm just going to go with a, a, a simple sentence here, and that is just to represent and serve the student body of WT. That's, yeah. if, when it's all broken down, that's the, that's the most important part, I think, of, of my job. All right. Here, here's another. I'm going to ask you both two questions. I want you both to tell me what the favorite part about your job is and what the, the the least favorite part, the part you don't like too much. What is that? I'll Chandler. let Chandler go first this time. Oh, there you go, there you go. Yeah. 
All right. Um, so my favorite part of the job is I, I think I'm, I'm basically just going to go, you know, one side of the coin versus the other here. My favorite part of the job is interacting with students and getting changes that, you know, that I hear, I hear proposed and, and being able to see those put into action. And then my least favorite part of the job is when somebody suggests something to me and I'm not able to make that happen. And I'm not able maybe to deliver on, on exactly what was, was, what was wanted there. And so the best part of the job is, is you know, being able to deliver and, and help students in every way that I can. And, and the least part is just if that, if that duty of care there is, is broken. Are you sure you don't want to be a politician? Because that—that's right up a politician, Doctor Winley. Well, I want to ask uh, Chandler <laughs> one question. To point one to your first response there, that to uh, to uh, engage good ideas that you think have value and then see them implemented. Can you give us an example of one that you've had that has, in a sense, your fingerprints on it, where you engaged it, worked with the students to develop it, and then. Uh, forward that up to the university or some some just an example of that yeah so um last year actually we took a look at our student government endowment and this is something that had already been in the works but uh when once we looked at it and it was a, a senator arnie van morick um and i we, we looked at it and we said you know this isn't at its full potential here and if there's anything that is unanimous across the board that all students want and that's scholarships and money so so we thought okay well let's let's look at this and see what we can do to help students and we actually we were able to pass a bill through student government and, and bring it up to uh, Randy Reichel and it's going to slowly be implemented to um, it, it's going to generate over the course of 30 years it's going to generate five plus million dollars in scholarships and this is new scholarships that would not have otherwise have been there without just this this little look back and and, and somebody saying you know how can we serve students and how can we best you know be good stewards of our positions. Yeah, Dr. Winler, what well, is the, what is the best part of your day and what do you? Don't like doing too much. The best part of my day is listening to testimony like that about positive change at the university and how students can engage that. Um, you know, our um, effort to help students financially is near to my heart. Mm -hmm. um, students graduate now too many with too much debt. And what uh, Chandler and student government have proposed that has been warmly received is one means with a, uh, a long-term commitment over a period of decades to create more funds for student scholarships. This is forward-looking, it's visionary, and it should dispel any myth about these this current generation of students being lazy or lacking initiative or uh, uh, you know not looking ahead and, and, and valuing the future. So that kind of thing is the best part of the job. You know, I really, I don't have any parts of the job that I don't, that I really don't like. Sometimes I get tough issues that I have mm -hmm. to deal with, um, <clears throat> and and I'm the one that has to deal with them, and those those are challenging, and sometimes I get a little frustrated with those, but the bottom line is they are all uh, sharpening mechanisms. They teach me something. I'm a, I'm, I'm a learning leader. I'd like to think of myself as a learning leader. And I learn stuff every day. I mean, one day I'll misspeak on something and then I'll realize it. And then I try to, I have to fix it. You know, I have to go back and say, well, this is what I really meant. Those, those are challenging times, uh, challenging uh, issues. But I learn from those. So even those are not 
they're not all negative to me. Yeah. So many times it's if we look at what we do as a means to become better and the experience is valuable, then there's no downside to this job. Uh, but serving the students, and I would also extend that to the people of West Texas. I, uh, I have thoroughly enjoyed, uh, enjoyed uh, the part of the job of getting to know people out in the Texas Panhandle and their passion for life and hard work and all that. Is, uh, it's remarkable, actually. Yeah, well, I agree with both of you. This is a wonderful place to be. This is a wonderful place to go to school and a wonderful place to work. Uh, this is my 15th year, and I, I can't imagine working anywhere else. Um, well, that about wraps up our time. I, I've enjoyed talking to both of you. Thank you so much, both of you, for being here. I'm looking forward to our next chat. Uh, we're going to have a surprised faculty member. I say surprised and a surprise. They're going to be surprised that we ask them, probably. But uh, we're going to bring in someone that uh, will be fun to talk to. And I want to talk to them a little bit about what uh, it's like for them to work here on campus. Um, So, again, thank you all for joining us for Reflections from WT, uh, the heart and soul of the Texas Panhandle. Uh, Be sure to join us next time. We'll talk to you then.